Hey, everybody, welcome to a Brenner MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Greg Wilson, waiting from a corkle and fry. I'm setting up a bounce house while this is going on. Is that what's going on? I didn't realize. <laughs> I, didn't, I told my wife to like bring in the stuff because it was like, it was raining out, or I thought it was going to rain. I didn't think she would do yeah. that. a bounce house. So now I have to like try to reassemble it while we're doing a podcast. So you own the bounce house? I thought you rented the bounce house. No, no, no. We we we, we own it for. Uh, it was like two hundred dollars to like rent, like two fifty to own or something. It was some kind of crazy deal. It was like right. So you're like it's basically the same to just buy it. This thing saved my pandemic. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, we're we're actually re- recording right now. So uh, it's going to be a show. Well, you can watch me try to assemble a bounce house. While Greg, hey, how's it going? Uh, Greg, how was Vegas? Vegas was fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God, I needed to be out so bad. It was so. It was wonderful. It was refreshing. It was life saving. It was everything, man. I needed to fucking get out of here and get back out on the road and feel like a comedian again. Phoenix, I went to Phoenix first. Phoenix was fantastic. You know, all the shows were sold out because, I mean, you can say that because, I mean, there's limited capacity. And so, so everybody. So people, that, people that like are going to comedy shows right now, they're like ready to laugh. They're not. Oh my God. Laugh. Yes. They're not. They're not. It's a whole different. Uh, here, look, well, I got to, I got, I got to work. About it. I love that she's helping you. She's like, she's like, no, no, I, I want to do this. All right, here we go. So yeah, I, um, I had a show at a military base, uh, which was like, well, first I had a show and, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, the lighting was so bad and like people were bombing left and right. I'm like, I'm not going to record this. Of course, whatever I'm like, I'm not going to record it. Like the funniest things happen every single time. Every oh, time yeah. Actually, you got to run that camera. you got to run it because your best sets are always going to be when it's not running. So you might uh, as well course. have it on all the time. So I'm on stage. And uh, I'm talking to the crowd. I'm, I'm like having a great set. I'm just crushing. It's, it's like military people are the best. This is my favorite shows ever. And I, I've been, yeah. there, you know, so I'm on stage. And I go to the girl. I'm, I'm like, what are you? And uh, she's like, I'm an E6. And I'm like, what about you, sir? He's like, I'm an O7. And then some huge guy got up to leave. And I'm like, oh, you're an obese. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, they, like uh, they, were, they were dying. And then, like, I, I asked the girl, I'm like, what do you do? She's like. I'm a tech sergeant. I'm like, what do you just yell at the computer? You know, because it's like, what do you hear? <laughs> I was having, and then some lady goes, uh, I was like, are you Mexican? She's like, I am offended. But like, she was messing with me. She's like, I am a, I am a she, her, you know, like, and I'm like, oh, where's right, your husband? Right, right, right. She was playing along at this point. Yeah, I was like, where's your husband at home celebrating? Right now, he's he happy. And of, of course, there was like a five year old there, right? Got like a five, a five year old and like a, a two year old and a five year old. Because like, Military parents, they don't care, you know, they don't care, right? They're like, uh, they're, they're so, and, but every time I would tell a joke, he'd be like, I'm Mexican. He would repeat whatever I said. And then I'm like having to edit on the fly because I, I don't want to be too crude in front of him. But I was like, I told the kid, I'm like, hey, listen, uh, when you go home, ask your parents what all these jokes mean, as well as the school <laughs> and everybody else. And yeah. Like, the, and like the parents hit me up saying how much fun they had. And, but then of course, like, the woman, the, the, the Mexican woman, she, the, kid, the daughter's like two, and she has her like under her shirt. Like, it looked like she was breastfeeding. She wasn't, but I was like, man, I'm like, how old is this kid? Like nine, still breastfeeding? And then someone's like, yeah, it's a pandemic. We got no milk on the base. So it was just one of those gigs that was just like way Everything went right, yeah. It was this booker. You ever work for Andy, this guy Andy? I'm not going to say his last name. He's like the craziest booker. 
I've ever met. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. He's a little, I think he might be a little on the spectrum if you ask me. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, this dude is like, he's like basically the audience at home. He's like Kramer before he was racist. Kind of like a Kramer type character. Yeah, yeah. Out there. And I'm McCorkle, you'd appreciate. So he was like, at one point he was like booking himself. He would pretend he was a manager. He would book himself and then show up to the gig. But he would do any gig, and he, and he wasn't qualified for all of them, right? So he got a gig where he was a motivational speaker at a, at a high school. So he goes there, or a middle school, and he's like, hey, listen, you know, you guys, you guys shouldn't be getting bullied. You know, bullying's bad. He goes, here, take a basketball. He goes, take a shot. The kid takes a shot, and Andy's like 6'4", and just swats the ball, right? And then he goes, see, you can't let that happen. The kid starts crying, right, in front of the whole school. Like, he bullied the kid. In an anti-bullying thing. Then he leaves. What a message. Gets, what a message. He gets kicked out. And the lady who booked him called up and was like, what kind of person did you send over here? This guy is horrible. Meanwhile, it was him to pick up the phone because he booked himself. So he right, because he was the booker in the town. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. Normally he kills, yada, yada. But yeah, this is that. <laughs> he, he was the guy. He actually has me booked at a nudist colony at the end of the month. I got to see how this goes. Uh, so yeah. Uh, those are some those are some sweet gigs he's getting. <laughs> uh, Again, you know, you realize you can say no. Yes. You don't have to take everything they throw on your plate. Of course. I know, I know that. I know, I know. McCorkle, how are you doing? Doing all right, man. Hanging in there. Same and old, Don, same old. And Don Fry, you just joined us. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Okay, <laughs> you sound great. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good to hear from you, Don. So, all right. First, we got to start off talk about the, uh, the the Conor McGregor stuff, right? So, you heard about McGregor Poirier? Yeah, it's off now, yeah. right? So, allegedly, McGregor pledged five hundred grand for Dustin's charity. I think Dustin has a kid who's sick or a family member that's sick, and has this big charity, five hundred grand. So then, Dustin called him out on Twitter and said, "Listen." You know, you, you pledged 500 grand, you never made up with your promise or the money. You, he didn't even say 500. He said the money you, you said you were going to go. He goes, we, we, we contacted you three times, nothing, right? Dustin, the, the, uh, Connor then comes back at him and says, uh, hey, look, you, uh, you know, you, you inbred hillbilly, right? Called him an inbred hillbilly. You know, $500,000 is a lot of money, and we have to know where that money's going. Fights off, which is like... I got to side with Dustin on this one. Look, like if you pledge 500 grand, you have to trust that Dustin Poirier is a good enough guy and knows what he's doing. He's not going to take your money. You know, he doesn't need your five. And, 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 you know, you give to charity, you give to charity. Uh, it's just like, I don't know, man. The whole thing just sounds like if you make a, 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 a commitment, you make a commitment and I, and then to cancel the fight because of it. So it's like, I hate you. You embarrass me. He said, you, you know, you tarnished my name, and now fights off. Uh, first of all, tarnishing his name, I think when you threw a dolly through a truck, I think when all the videos you posted, I think, all, you know, all the things that you said, you you being arrested left and right, smashing someone's a cell phone, this and that, I think that tarnished your name. I think yeah. actually, this is, the whole thing kind of stinks. And, and Doesn't he also have, and I hate to say this, but doesn't he also have a rape charge against him that he's been fighting over there? Or two of them? Some type of uh, alleged, by the way, I'm actually uh, potty training my kid right now. So I'm like, while I'm talking to you, she's she going to the bathroom. This is right. unbelievable. So what happened was, <laughs> my daughter started school this week, but she woke up with a cold, a really bad cold, sneezing. Okay. And they said that she had to wear a mask in school, so she's going to be sneezing into herself all day. And I'm like, that doesn't sound fun. She's got a runny nose, wearing a mask. So I kept her home. Unfortunately, we have no nanny. Uh, we have no this, so I'm gonna be. I'm home watching her all day while trying to figure this out. So, all right, go on. What were you saying, Greg? Well, I mean, he's already facing all those things. And yes, this is complete trash on the part of Conor McGregor. One to renege on a pledge to charity—that in itself is disgusting. But then to back out of a fight because you know because of it—I mean, that just makes you a two-time piece of shit right there. I mean, I hate to say it, but this guy. It's like he was working so hard to clean up his image, and then to go and pull something like this, it's like, dude, you're just trash. That's fucking garbage. You know, it'd be one thing to say, why don't you take the 500 out of 
all the millions you're going to make from fighting. Now that, okay, I would have been like, eh, there's a point there. He is going to make millions from fighting him. But to like pull out of the charity and then to pull out of the fight because you pulled out of the, that to me, that's trash, man. That's just being, that's a piece of shit move right there. Uh, Don Fry, what are your thoughts on this? Don, this may be the worst connection we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> like, I thought that we had back before. This might be the actual worst. Is there anywhere? Don is go? actually potty training himself right now. So that's <laughs> <laughs> He's potty training a horse. Uh, I love you. Once again, you're one of my favorite people, favorite fighters. But is there any way we could actually, I can't hear a word. Can anyone else hear Don? Is it just me? I haven't heard anything yet. But I don't know that he heard us, so... No, I've been lucky. You haven't heard a thing. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Right. I love him. He's a, he's like a ghost that just like appears to 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 fucking shit on. <laughs> Come on, let's go. On, let's go. Uh, let's go watch a movie. You know, Adam, I have a solution to the whole Connor uh, like charity thing. Like, I really do. What's if that? you don't publicly tell people that you're giving half a million dollars away, it doesn't matter when you don't follow through with it. You know, like if you're not, <laughs> if you're not yeah. constantly out there making sure everybody knows, like uh, I'm sure Dana White, not that he watches your podcast, but I'm sure Dana White doesn't want anybody to know. You guys know, um, I assume you guys have heard about what happened to Bubba McDaniel's son, right? His two-year-old boy? Yeah. Mm -mm. Uh, yeah, was killed by the baby's mom's boyfriend, murdered by him. Um, I was Oof. starting a uh, GoFundMe for Bubba because he literally – I mean, he he wasn't gonna have money to even have a funeral for him. You know, he was a bad financial spot. Uh, Bubba was who just had just gotten laid off with the whole COVID stuff, you know, or whatever or that was coming anyway. I don't remember exactly, but um, I, I got a hold of Dana, and I don't talk to Dana on a regular basis. It's like once every two years. I don't like to bother him. I don't even like to ask for tickets since I heard him say that's the his least favorite thing to do is dealing with tickets. So I never asked for another ticket again. I've been to UFC in three years, you know. So um, that sucked. Um, so. But, uh, yeah, Dana, um, I hit him up and I had to go fund me. I was like, hey, is there any way you can put this on your Instagram and Twitter? Sorry to bother you. Um, you know, we were trying to raise 25 grand for him for his son. And Dana asked me what happened. And I told him and he said, well, I'll just give you the money. Who do you want the check made out to? And I was like, no, no, Dana, I didn't, I didn't want you to do that, man. I said, I please don't think I was calling trying to ask for something. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, I, I didn't want you to think that. Um, I said, I don't want you to think I'm asking for money. I said, I just, I know you have a big following. And he goes, no, it's real okay. He had a secretary. The next day, they sent a check out for, like, I think $27,000. Um, so even more than the GoFundMe was. And uh, I, ta I talked to his secretary about it. And I said, man, that's awesome that Dana just – I mean, I know he's got a lot of money, but that 25 grand is 25 grand, man, or 27. Yeah. And, um, yeah. He said uh, – she said he does it all the time. She said he tipped – a couple nights before, he tipped the waitress 10 grand. Like, just because she had said – like, she had mentioned she was having a hard time or just gotten pregnant or something was working, even though she was pregnant. He tipped her ten grand, so you know a lot of people hate Dana, or they want me to trash him. He's never anything but nice to me, man. Like, ever, every time I dealt with him, and for that meant a lot to me. Would do that. Didn't verify the story. Didn't check. Didn't anything. Just had a check out sent out the next day for twenty seven grand. You know, for well, of course, what he didn't mention was that uh, that that waitress was pregnant with his child. Right. That's that part. Yeah. <laughs> He's left By the way, I'm pregnant. By the way, that was his. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Here's ten grand. Right. Shut the fuck up. I'm having dinner with you." <laughs> but but no, I no. But see, but that's the way you do it. That's the classy thing to do. You handle. You know, if you care, then you do it. You don't like commit to it make it public, then, then, then don't follow through with it, and then get mad when you get called out on it. I just, I, this guy, I, you know, you like him for a second, and then he does trash shit again, and then you're like, fuck this guy. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. And, you know, the, the, I may have to call this podcast. I, I, I fucking, I, this is, like, beyond hard. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm amazed that you didn't do that to begin with because, I, yeah, you got a lot going on there, Okay, buddy. Violet, do you want to watch Frozen? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be right there. Okay, okay, uh, Violet, what, what do you? Okay, I'll watch Frozen with you. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, come on. You know we could just do it tomorrow or later if you guys want. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know I, I I'm available later. I, uh, it's cool, man. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah, um, you don't have to make this. Yeah, you don't have to make better watch your fucking shows, man. Okay. <laughs> 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 I, I, all right, we'll, all right. We'll see how this goes with Frozen in, in the in the uh, background. All right, so but yeah, I don't understand it, dude. It got so bad that like I made a joke about it, 
and one of the real housewives of Dublin came out, hit, 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 hit me up. I don't even know this person. And she's like, hey, uh, please don't, you don't want to get involved in the Conor McGregor thing. It's really, really dark and, and it's way deeper. And I was like, uh, I just make jokes. I, I'm, I'm a comedian. And she's like, yeah, well, I just want to let you know, I'm just looking out for you. I'm like, first of all, don't tell me what I can make jokes or what I can't about. But she goes, you don't understand what happened. I go, I don't even want to know. I'm, I'm just here to make jokes. Like that lately people have been hitting me up, telling me what I can or can't make jokes about. Yeah. And I'm just like, just because you don't like the joke doesn't mean I'm not allowed to tell it. Uh, Next thing you know, they'll be trying to make you wear a mask and get a vaccination against your will. You never know. This whole world's going crazy. <laughs> it just seems like <laughs> You're right. Those are two both parallel public health issues. Right. Well said, buddy. Speaking <laughs> a lot of attractive women, too. Like, maybe they're just, like, used to guys being like, okay, I'm not going to make any jokes because you're hot and uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, dude. Like I'm out of the game. Uh, even if I wasn't out of the game, I still would make these jokes. But don't don't let me know. Don't tell me what I got. Somebody got made mad, mad that I made a joke about Mackenzie Dern's fake accent. She's like, "Well, you make these jokes all the time." I go, "Okay, fine. You don't like them. You don't get to tell everyone what they're allowed to make jokes about." Like, what what is this? What's fucking? I mean, Greg, did that right? Ever- listen, there have been girls that I uh, didn't get to hook up with because I made a joke about how I don't like. You know, having sex with skinny girls versus chubbier girls. And then they come up to the other show. It was like, I was into you for a minute, but I guess you don't like skinny girls. I'm like, no, I was a joke. I'll fuck anybody. I don't care. So sure. <laughs> so, I'm saying, I mean, I, you know, I don't like that. You're so skinny. I like that hump on your back, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't mind that you're skinny. It's the hump on your back. I'll fuck that. I don't care. So, uh, all right, the fights over the weekend. Uh, you guys watched the fights over the weekend, Holland versus Vittori? I watched the main card. I saw the main card. Um, you know, first of all, I don't mind it during the day. It kind of reminds me of, like, Saturday morning wrestling back in the day. Remember they used to have Saturday morning wrestling at, like, noon? Where, like, yeah, that was um, the best, man. Hulk Hogan would fight a guy that was, like, 1 in 90. You're like, how did he get a title shot? Like, the guy would always win in the beginning. He felt like Barry Horowitz every Saturday. It, it, made, <laughs> yeah, it made no the Brooklyn sense. Brawler. Yeah, the Brooklyn Brawler, right, exactly. Who follows me on Twitter, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> Holland versus Vittori. It just seems like if I was Kevin Holland, I would hire five or six Division One wrestlers yeah. know, to just do takedown defense all day yeah. long. It seems like it's not the, not the easiest fix in the world, but it's a pretty easy fix. His, his striking is really good, and his jiu-jitsu is yeah, really incredible. Good. But he just keeps getting taken down. I, I don't. Yeah. I, Don, did you watch the fights? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay. What, what happened was this guy Kevin Holland, who won five fights in a row in 2000, is now 0 2 in 2021 because people have figured out that he can't defend a takedown, and they just keep taking him down and holding him there and pounding him there. But it's such an. I, he, Sean, he's got to be the best guy in his gym, right? Is that what's going on? It seems like, uh, man, I don't, gosh, I, I mean, part of it, I mean, I guess the guys are decent wrestlers, but I swear, man, I haven't seen like that much dry humping by an Italian since like the last season of Jersey <laughs> Shore or something, man. Like that dude did, the Vittori did not want to fight, man. He just kept, I told my girlfriend we were watching, I said, you won't see this much dry humping and an orgy like in the desert. Like this is ridiculous, you know? <laughs> like um, they, he just took him down, we just sit there and lay and hold him. And I had money on Holland. Um, because I thought, I don't know, coming back, sometimes you come back to back like that. Sometimes guys have a, like a, a kind of like a nothing to lose attitude and fight better. But yeah, he, he wasn't trying to get up and the other guy wasn't trying to let him up. And it was, uh, one of the most, I mean, other than Derek Lewis and Ngannou, one of the worst fights I've ever seen. Like one of the most boring fights I've ever seen. It was, uh, well, and one of the points that, the uh, what's it, the commentators were making was that if he'd had more time between fights, he would have chance to look at the tape and practice on fixing that mistake. But because yeah. it came up so fast, he hadn't spent any time fixing that that hole in his game, that glaring hole, and it was easy for uh, Vittori to take advantage of. Because you're right. I mean, the fact that he was able to piece him up when they were on their feet. You know, if Vittori didn't get him to the ground, he was getting knocked out. Well, he's also. I mean, Don Don and Adam are much better wrestlers than I ever would, more technical. But you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Don actually, a lot of people don't know wrestled at a major Division One program, but. Isn't the best way – I was always taught the best time to get up from a takedown is the second you hit the ground. Like, the, the second they take you down – like, you saw Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar. As soon as 
Brock took him right, down. Kane popped immediately up. That's when he put all his effort. Instead of laying there, let the guy get a better position and then try to get up. You know, like I don't – it's like they just – He was letting guys get in too deep. Like he was letting guys yeah. – it was at that point, yeah, you're right. But it also made me question, like he's allegedly a high-level black belt, which I'm sure he is, but why are his sweeps so bad? Or why, I mean, yeah. the guy's also really strong. It's easy to say, like, you know, look, it's easy for me to say this from my couch, like, of course, but when the guy sets the record for most takedowns ever in a fight – <laughs> and the guy's not even a wrestler. Like, yeah, there's a problem here. Um, well, and every time he was taking him down, I mean, it was almost out of desperation. I mean, Holland was connecting. He on the feet. Holland was was was, and he had him. There was one round. I think it was round two where he had him stunned. Like he, he yeah. got a shot at him, and he didn't finish the job. And then he took him down. And then that was the rest of the fight from then on. Yeah, I mean, if I was Kevin Holland, I would not sign a contract to fight any anybody with any wrestling skills. Don, what were you saying? Huh. Is this is this amateur wrestling, or are we supposed to be mixed martial arts, where you have Brazilian jiu-jitsu and judo and all the rest of the bullshit mixed in there, to where you fight off your back, you know, or you get a submission from your back? I mean, yeah, this guy's obviously is is cornered a bunch of fucking morons if they can't teach him to avoid a takedown, or once you're on the <laughs> ground to take advantage of the situation. You know, I have to agree with you there, Don, because they kept saying that he is a black belt in jujitsu, and I'm like, where is it? Where is this black belt in jujitsu? Like, I'm not I mean, Greg, that. No, Greg, you could be a black belt in jitsu, but when you got a drink period, he's a waiter. He's a waiter. <laughs> All right. Uh, another fight that happened was Julian Marquez versus Sam Alvey. Sam Alvey, I, I love the dude, but it might be time. I mean, yeah. It, it might be time. Um, but, Julia, first of all, Marquez is looking better and better. And he seems to really I, – look, I remember this kid. He was in Kansas City. He was in LFA. He came to my show. He brought, like, 20 of his Cuban grandparents and friends and this and that. He was the nicest dude. I mean, the most humble guy. He was up to Vegas. He's working at Top Golf. Now he has a podcast with, Ken, with uh, Kendra Lust, the, the porn star. Uh, and, <laughs> and, but here's what he did wrong. After he won his last fight, he called out Miley Cyrus. He goes, Valentine's Day is coming up. Miley Cyrus, let's go on a date. Miley responded to him. He actually, she, like, and then he blew it. Okay, he, he didn't, I don't know what happened. Wait, she respond, what, what did she respond to him? Like, no fucking way. She said, congrats on the win, big boy, or something. Shave your chest hair into an MC, and you got it, right? And <laughs> he, he didn't do it. Yeah, you run to the store and you buy some razors and some fucking foamy right then. And you fucking, that should be back up in 10 minutes. Like that was it. I would have shaved myself with a kitchen knife. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Don, oh have done that? Don? Don? Oh. I yeah. Can't what's, going? what's going Did your cat run away again? <laughs> oh god one day fucking one day i feel like Dan, i feel like don's podcasting from the moon like it's like we're waiting for can you just yeah can you exactly from bars or some shit can you just move him into your house i would that's a sitcom right there fucking it is just move him in you guys he can babysit the kids <laughs> I remember like after the oj simpson thing happened like kato kalen they, they actually pitched a show with him where he was like skating in the guest house. Like, that was the show. Like, it, it didn't get picked up. I mean, you know, but it was. Kato you know, uh, we actually, I actually did a show with Kato Kalin. It was a lot, it was a stand up show. And he was the host of it. He was called Kato Kalin and the Hollywood Guest Stars. <laughs> he's the nicest guy ever. I mean, he's such a nice he guy. He really is. And he's super funny. He really is yeah. super funny and a great, great guy. So, anyway. I heard they were going to put him on uh, Dancing with the Stars, and I was trying to figure out what star he'd be dancing with. That was the last I heard. Boom! Of oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. By the way, have you followed OJ? Probably OJ. <laughs> have, have you followed OJ on Twitter, by the way? Oh, no. Not going to do it. He, he gives his football picks. Like, every week, he gives, like, when it was football season. And he, and he, I guess they were pretty decent picks, you know? 
But then every time they'd be like, every comment would be like, well, I guess that guy's going to slash up the backfield. Or, man, you could cut the table <laughs> with a knife. Every comment was a fucking OJ. <laughs> it's going to be a killer game. Like, everyone. <laughs> it's like. He sets himself up for that, man. There's no getting around it. Especially when you release a book called, well, if I did it. That's what, yeah. That's what he's going to say. I didn't bet on this sport, but if I did, I would If I did, bills. exactly. Uh, all right. So this time, Marquez, instead of calling out like Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus again, or he, he, he challenges uh, Patrick Mahomes to a pickleball contest, uh, which I guess they're going to play pickleball uh, in Kansas City. I don't know what that is. McCorkle, you're from around there. What's pickleball? I never heard of it. It sounds really gay though. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what it is. It is basically like like it's like it, it's weird to to explain. It's like like ping pong uh but standing up on a tennis court. <laughs> like it's halfway between ping pong and tennis and you play with like four people. It's very odd. It's an odd little game. You have these little rackets. They're like bigger than a ping pong paddle, but smaller than a tennis racket and a ball that's again between the two. And you play on a tennis court, and they call it pickleball. I, I, I don't know. What to well, uh, Patrick Mahomes did respond and say that he would like to do it, but I still rather have the uh, uh, Miley Cyrus. I think, I think he should go. Listen, Julia Marquez. Think about this. What a, this is some genius shit on his part because he's managed to get responses from Miley Cyrus and Patrick Mahomes, and he really isn't that big of a name of a fighter. That, that's just, he is maximizing his opportunity. you got to give him points for that. I do give him points for that. But I think he, just, he should stay with the girls, though. I don't know. I, I just think Bang and Miley Cyrus <laughs> are playing pickleball at Mahomes, no? I don't know. I think they um, both make great clips. I think they both – I think you want to increase your following. That's, those are two smooth moves. Of course, you know, judging from his track record, he's now not going to follow up with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and he's all never right. going to play pickleball with him. All right. This you, guy's all right, blowing Greg, these Tom, opportunities. Greg, I know, all right. You'd rather – what would you rather do? Pickleball with your favorite – Let me tell you something right now. I'm right here on this podcast. <laughs> I challenge Miley Cyrus – to a game of pickleball, okay? <laughs> Fucking ride it up, put it on the underground, tell everybody, whoever you want, just make sure she finds out. The challenge is down. Me and you strip pickleball. By the way, uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask, so McGregor is actually tuned in to this podcast right now. Uh, so, Greg McGregor, why did you not give the $500,000 to that charity, Greg McGregor? First of all, there's no proof that it's a charity. That's my problem. He's taking $500 out of my pocket and using it to buy his child a stroller. I don't trust him. He's a big, fat, fucking liar. Wait, $500? It was $500,000. It's the same to me. I'm Conor McGregor. So what are you going to spend the money on instead? Uh, what are you talking about? I'm going to buy myself Accent a golden lessons. slide. Accent <laughs> lessons. That's right. I'm going to take accent lessons from Mr. Don Fry. All right. Uh, uh, Greg Fry, have you given any money to charity? Of course I gave money to charity. My dad's borrowing it all goddamn day. Don Fry's the biggest charity in the world. He gets every dollar out of me. Oh, wow. Okay, you get money to your dad? Your dad? Really? Nice. I love him, but goddamn, he's an expensive fucking habit. Got it, got it. All right, there you go. He loses two cats a day. All I do is buy him goddamn cats. Oh, wait, Greg Fry is Don Fry's son? Yeah. I, didn't even know, I didn't even know that. I had no idea that Greg Fry was... He didn't even know it. <laughs> I'm from one of his trips to Japan. Now he came back and trying to find him ever since. Wow. Oh, well, well, I, well, I think you're close. Uh, Don, do you have any kids you don't know about? Go ahead, boy. Any kids that you don't know about that you don't think you might give him a He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, how the fuck would I know if I didn't know about him? That's All a good right. point. All right, good point. Do you have any kids that you, do you, do you worry? Jesus fucking ways. All right. What is wrong with you? I have no idea. All right, so I'm, I'm watching Frozen. Yeah, the, right, so, the one, yeah. She's sitting there. She's in your house crying because she's listening to your fucking tapes. <laughs> oh, great. Scream her head off. Oh, thank you. Okay, so Violet's here. <laughs> got it, got it. Okay, thank you. Well, well I'm raising your kid, Don. I'm, I'm doing a very good job. I'm trying my hardest. Yes, yes, wife. 
All right. So Mackenzie Dern, by the way, uh, Mackenzie Dern looked great. You know what? I great. Think that, I think that loss that she had a couple fights ago was the best thing that happened to her. It seemed like she had so much pressure on her. People hated her because her dad was this famous jiu-jitsu guy and she's hot and I don't know what, maybe she has a fake accent. I don't know. Whatever. People seem to not like her for some reason. She went from gym to gym to gym and she, she lost. And since her loss, she looks like she's a fucking world champion. Um, sometimes I feel like that loss takes all the pressure off you. Uh, was that loss, was your first loss good for you, Don? Yeah, it was. My, uh, I guess Mark Coleman, he beat the hell out of me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it basically is best thing for me, partner. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it is. A lot of times it is. I know bombing is essential for comics. Yeah, you know, it's just for, as a comic, if you don't, people want to kill every night. Yeah, you, you got that down, night. huh? Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got it down, one hundred percent. All right. So Mike, Mike Perry, uh, he actually uh, after his fight, he actually tweeted out, "I used to be great. I don't know what happened." Um, Mike Perry is a guy that I think his problem is he could take too good of a shot. That dude has the hardest head in the history yeah. of fighting, and I feel like it works against him because other people would move their head more. But he just fucking takes it. He just takes the punches. And as exciting as he is, he's not going to become the best of the best with that type of fight strategy of just see how many guys, times a guy can punch you versus how many times you can punch him. Um, he did look better in a lot of ways, though. And in some ways, he looked better. He looked more skilled. I mean, there was some, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think he looked terrible. No, that was the worst he's ever looked. Really? By far, man. He just got pieced up from beginning to end. That was fucking terrible. Although you could see, you know what the best part was, though, at the very end when they're standing there waiting for the decision? And there was a look of hope in his eyes, like, maybe I still won. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I think the other guy just is really, really good. Uh, I don't know what Mike Perry should do. Uh, because but I think you're, what you're saying is 100% right about it. He was He's been counting on his toughness for so long, and it got him up to this point. But at this point, it's not enough. No. It, it, being tough is great. I remember one time telling Tim Kennedy, I was like, man, you're one of the toughest guys. He was insulted. He goes, because, because I don't want to be called tough, because that means I take a lot of punches and I, I, a lot of punishment, which is what you don't want to do. Uh, Don, do you think one of your problems, not that you had any problems, was that you could take too good of a shot? Well, that's the thing. Back in uh, about 35 years ago or so, you know, you, when they had Saturday afternoon boxing on, you know, they talking about, uh, I don't know, was it Roberto Duran or somebody else that Duran was beating up? I don't know. But they said, yeah, this guy can take a punch. And he said, and that's something you don't want to be known for. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Remember him? That was his style. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. I met him. Nicest guy ever. Now, Sean, uh, you never relied on your toughness, did you? Uh, no, I was usually gassed within the first 90 seconds, so I relied on that to lose. <laughs> uh, mostly that I was going to get tired. But, um, yeah, no, man, I, I was one of them rare, man. Like, I didn't like to spar real hard, and people thought I was dumb, but I can still talk, and I have my teeth now, you know? So, um, like, people, I was like, oh, you don't like to spar standing up. I'm like, well, because it's always with guys better than me, and they're always – heavyweight sparring is a little different than lightweight sparring where you're just smacking each other around, you know, and uh, – I didn't, uh, I didn't enjoy that. I wanted to be able to, you know, um, I didn't want to be brain dead. Uh, if I was going to get hurt, I wanted to do it in a fight. It's kind of like Robbie Lawler said a long time ago. He didn't spar for like seven years. He said, I already know how to fight. Stand it up. Why do I need to spar? Even though I think it's important for timing. But you look at the AKA guys, man, they beat the hell out of each other when they spar and train, man. I mean, I, that's I think why a lot of their careers were shortened because they just, it's a fight every day in the gym. And I mean, that might make you better, but if that's the case, just go play in traffic and hit each other with baseball bats, you know, when you spar, and that'll make you tougher. Like, I don't get it, man. You think that, so, happened, you think that happened to, like, Rockhold a little bit? Luke? Uh, yeah, I don't know that he did. I know Kane. They said Kane. Well, of course, if you can beat everybody up, it's probably easier, too. But I know, like, Kane sparred with your buddy Mayhem, and I, I saw a video of it, and Mayhem was getting – I mean, he was, a, like, what, a middleweight. Kane was hitting him like he was, stole his money or something, man. Like, they were – going at it, you know, like um, doing that. And I know him and Cormier used to beat the hell out of each other, you know, every day, which, like I said, it may be good for the short term, but long term, it's not good for your career overall. You know, like it's just not a good, uh, not a good well, strategy. You've got to be able to make it to the damn fight, you know? Yeah. You, you, yeah. you can't win any money if you don't get to the fight. And if you beat each other up in the goddamn room, you're not going to make it to the fight. There's nobody any good. 
Yeah, and I think if you know Mike Perry, he's got if his girlfriend is your top corner person, and she's just been told to tell you to look good on TV. There's probably some training issues going on there. You know, I would guess. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. You know, he's not probably not in a real great camp. He switches camps a lot too. You know, he's at Jackson's one month. Next fight, he's somewhere else. Next month, he's there. A lot of guys. Uh, a lot of guys don't like being told what to do or don't like being. Uh, you know, put on any kind of like schedule. They like to just train when they feel like it and stuff like that, and it shows, man. I'll tell you and the other thing about it, I would say this, I, not only did I think Mike Perry looked the worst that he's ever looked, but he also looked the smallest to yeah. me that he's ever looked. Normally he comes out there looking like a hulking beast and he looked like, I was like, I guess he spent all his time working on cardio because he just looked smaller than he's ever looked. And to me, that's the eye test. That's what I saw. I did notice that too. I know I said to my didn't girlfriend. have that, like, that crazy factor. I think a lot of times like when you have raw, raw talent, which is Mike Perry does, a lot of times you win because people don't know what the fuck to do against you. It's like, it's like almost like a, like, a, like a crazy pit bull. You don't know where you're coming from. And then you get a little bit of training. And sometimes I feel like, it, I wouldn't say it does you worse, but you take like a step back before you take a, two steps forward. You know, like you, you just kind of harness it. And I think that happens sometimes with like guys, with boxing especially, like a Mayorga or these guys that are crazy wild. And then they're like winning, but then they get like some training and it's like, they become they lose that thing that kind of made them great in the first place. If you know yeah. What I'm yeah, no, well, man, you gotta be who you are. That's what when I beat Pujanowski real fast, which isn't some big accomplishment, but they asked me what I thought he should do because he only weighed in at 260 the first time we fought. He had lost a ton of weight because his cardio was so bad. But I was like, he wasn't a fighter because of how great like his skills were, is that he was the strongest man in the world. So be what you are. You know what I mean? Like if you're a strong man, you may only have three minutes, but beat people up in three minutes. Don't try to become you know, if you're a, if you're a, whatever, a tractor trailer, don't try to become a Corvette. It's not what you are, you know? Right. Um, and that's gotta, what I thought we saw with, with him, with Perry. I thought he was slimmed down, trying to be a sleeker fighter. And it's like, that's not who you are. You're yeah. a beast. Get in there and knock him the fuck out. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of which, I'll tell you who got knocked the fuck out. That guy, DeCastro, uh, on the undercard. I don't know if you, this guy, Dan Ho, you guys didn't watch the undercard? Nah, I didn't, I didn't see it. Sorry. Crazy heavyweight. I was in Vegas at the pool, baby. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't blame you. All right, so Friday night, Bellator. I know you guys didn't watch this, but uh, there was some good Bellator cards fights. Ryan Bader beat Machida, and he got fucked up the first round. Bader lost the first round. Almost got, like, he was pretty rocked, and then came back and won the next four rounds using his wrestling. I was super impressed because – Bader seems like the kind of guy that sometimes I wouldn't say folds under pressure, but if you can beat him the first round or two, you can win the fight. He almost never comes back and wins the fight after losing the first two rounds, and he did. So uh, shout out to Ryan Bader because that's – I think that's the testament to what makes some guys amazing and some guys, I wouldn't say average, because the guys like Mayweather who could lose the first three or four rounds, figure out what you're doing, and then win the next eight, or the guys that, you know, that can make adjustments on the fly – Versus those other guys, I hate to say Peter Belfort, but if you could win the first round against them, you could win the fight. Because they just mentally, they, they just can't handle it. They can't handle losing the first round. So shout out to Ryan Bader uh, on that one. Uh, Kat Zingano also looked awesome. Happy for her because uh, she had a tough life, Kat Zingano. I know her ex-husband uh, committed suicide. She, she just, she's, she's like a single mom raising a kid and, you know, in and out of the UFC. And now she's in Bellator and... She's got her breast implants and got them removed. I don't know. It's like a, a lifetime. Plus, Don Fry was stalking her for a while or whatever Don that was story was. Right? Like, like, what, he obsessed or something? And, you know what? I'm so sick and tired to hear about this single mom bullshit. You know? <laughs> they're, they're fucking single because they want to be. You know, if they straighten their shit up and fly right and shut their mouths and behave, they'd be married. Yeah. But they got damn uh, everybody's Everybody to hear what they have to say all the 24 hours a day. Nobody wants to hear the bullshit, you know? No, all right, Don, be Don Fry. Not all be opinions expressed by Don Fry represent <laughs> those of the rest of the cast of uh, MM, MMA Roast. That, that is strictly Don Fry's opinion, okay? Uh, that is not the opinion of Adam, Greg, or McCorkle. I think uh, I'm with Don on that one. <laughs> I'm going to go with Don on that one. That's fine. Yeah, he left. Left. He left after that. He better, he better oh come my. back. Oh, come on. He better come back. 
Oh, fuck, Don. All right. Well, all right. Uh, it's just important to put the disclaimer out there. That's uh, what I think. I think Big Brother might be watching us. If, like he says that, then just gets fucking kicked off. The then yeah, exactly. Then they cut off his fucking his 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 tiny trickle of a stream of internet. <laughs> Massive like, finally like, shutting down. Exactly. They're like, shut off his one bar. See, like, I told you, he can't even be trusted with one bar. It's like some feminist working the whole thing. She's like, nope, you're out. This <laughs> is the button. All right, yeah, so that was the Don Fry opinion. Uh, Don, come back. He's back. There he is. He's back. He's back. All right. All right. So, uh, and then also, I'll tell you what, Dan Moret looked great. Uh, he fought this guy. Uh, a guy that Bubba Jenkins beat, Gotti. Uh, what's his name? Um, Gotti Yamaguchi or something. Uh, good fighter. Uh, it was a close one. Dan came to my show with this like hot bodybuilder chick. You know, sometimes like bodybuilders they get too ripped, where you're just yeah. like, you're just like, it's too much. I don't know if they're on creatine or like, like even it just gets a little, it gets a little mannish. It gets a little, it's a little too far. Yeah, even like transgenders, like whoa, slow down. You know. Uh, <laughs> All opinions expressed by Adam Hunter do not represent the opinions of the rest of the cast. So, of um, so, but this girl that he was with was still super hot and was a competed in bodybuilding. Like, I even said it, like, you know what she gives handies? It's like two-stroke squirt. Like, she, she's got the fucking grip. But but exactly. She either squirt or she just rips your dick off. One or the other. You got two good jerks. Uh, Sean, you used to like, hook up a lot of bodybuilder-type chicks, right? No way. No, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know where that came from. No, it's uh no, I like feminine girls, man. Always did. Uh, like, uh, the more feminine, I don't like it. Like not no muscle, but I don't, if I can see your abs, it's too much, man. It's a, uh, you know, whatever. Like it, Don, Don, you ever hook up with like a bodybuilder type chick? Yeah. I don't remember. I really don't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. As a matter of fact, yeah. Don forgot about her because she's a single mom now, and he was like, the hell with her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Don, sometimes single moms. I can't believe you forgot about my mom. Like a lot of times women are, are with the wrong guy, and they're just being picky. And now they want to be with the right guy, and they're looking for the right guy. They know their value. They know their worth. And they're not ready to settle. Like the, and that's why they're single. Or they quit bitching. They quit bitching about how rough life is being a single mom. Knock that bullshit off. Dude, being a single, <laughs> any, being a single dad's rough. Being a single mom is rough. Being single. Adam, why did you bring it back around? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That so, one's on you, buddy. That one's on me. <laughs> All right. So this this week, uh, Bill Davis <laughs> taking on Nemkov. Nemkov is looking. No, Life's tough. It's tougher if you're stupid, you know? Yeah. Boy, that, that's true, though. That, that should be a T-shirt right there. Like, life's tough. Life's tough. It's tougher if you're stupid. And then for Don Can we Fry, put that on a T-shirt? I'm writing that, that down. And have Don Fry under it. Like, have Don Fry yeah. <laughs> Life's tough. It's tougher if you're stupid. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I mean, football might be over, but the NBA college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards. I mean, how cool is that? TV shows and reality TV, which I love to watch. They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, the scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, huh? Don't be that guy or girl. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So, visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your sign-up bonus. Use the hashtag betonline. All right, so this week, Bill Davis is fighting Nemkov. Nemkov's looking like a, he beat the shit out of Ryan Bader. 
He beat Phil Davis. It's a close one. I like Phil in the upset. I, I like Phil in the upset uh, in this one. Um, you know anything about these guys, McCorkle? No, nah, but I'm going to go against Phil Davis. He's a nice guy, but if he already lost to him and the guy just beat Bader, uh, I got to go with that guy. Uh, Greg? I mean, Phil Davis is the only guy that I'm familiar with there, and he has been really hit and miss. So, and I feel like he's on more of the miss side of his career. So, I gotta, I'm going to go with uh, McCorkle on that one. Him and his wife opened up a Korean deli. His wife. That's how you know it's over. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you've already started your next phase, uh, you just, you're taking a couple checks on the way out the door. Oh. Yeah, I want to talk to all the betters out there right now. You go put everything you have against fucking Phil Davis in this no, his, his wife, his wife's Korean and her dad owned a deli and they bought the deli from the father. It wasn't like they just, you know, I mean, come on. And, and he, he has his own soda. He has his own soda. The, the Phil Davis, Mr. Wonderful Soda in the deli or something. Yeah. Again, they've clearly moved on to the second act. The first act is, you know, he's coming out for one last bow. In front of the crowd, it's fucking over, dude. Don't turn your back on it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he the guy who whacked you got the guy in the back of the head after the bell or something? No, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. That was not Phil Davis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who was that, McCorkle? The guy that whacked the guy in the back of the head when he, when he turned around? That wasn't Phil Davis. Uh, mm. I, don't, I don't know who you're talking about. Um, but also... Uh, Corey Anderson is fighting uh, Yagashimaradov. I don't know much about that guy, but those guys from Dagestan that you don't know much about of are usually the most deadly. <laughs> and if they put him in this tournament against Corey Anderson, I don't know who this guy is, but I, I think he's going to – I don't know why. I'm just thinking, like, these guys that are, like, 18-0 and 0 from Dagestan who only beat other guys that are, like, 18-1 from Dagestan, like, those are the ones that scare me the most. It seems like they, you have the, the least amount of footage on these people. You have to, like, find – deep dive the internet to find anything on them. And it's just, I don't know, I think level of opportunity. I feel, I feel like all these guys are just raised, you know, fighting livestock. And then, uh, and then by the time they get in a ring with a human, they're like, well, this is easy. You're just, you're just a man. I've been fighting, a, you know, I've been fighting bulls and bears. They're fighting yaks over there. And yaks tough to take down. I am so happy. I'm so happy we did this podcast today. It, it actually helps with the Frozen playing in the background. Um, so also, <laughs> also Paul Daly is taking on Saba Hamashi. Paul Daly is the guy that got kicked out of the UFC because remember he's the one that cheap shotted uh, Josh Koscheck. I think you're talking about him. All right, um, so he's the one. He's the one I was talking about. The whack somebody in the back of the head. Okay. Yeah, a long time ago, he 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 got kicked out of the UFC for hitting Josh Koscheck. Uh, like a decade ago, but yeah, that's who I was talking about. Yeah. Guy's got inc incredible power, and this is what pissed me off about Bellator, right? So, the main card's on Showtime, the other card's on YouTube for free. Great, which they don't tell anybody that I had to find that out. But they got Julia Budd on the undercard, and she's the former champion. She lost one fight to Cyborg out of her last 10. Put her on fucking Showtime. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, also, they got Mads Burrell. Uh, former UFC fighter against Sal Rogers, former UFC fighter, and my boy, Tall Steve's fighting. You know Tall Steve. We have him on the show a bunch yeah. of times. Uh, so, you know, Tall Steve out of, out of, out of uh, Florida. Uh, UFC fights this week. Kelvin Gastelum versus Robert Whitaker. Whitaker looked great against Jared Cannonier's last fight. Uh, Gastelum looked great also. Who do, uh, who do, in this fight, who do you like uh, Don Fry? Gastelum or Whitaker? I like Whitaker. I'm a I'm a big fan of Whitaker's man. I tell you, I like watching the guy fight. You know, um, so shit, I I'd sit there and watch him uh, watch him uh, eat popcorn. You know. <laughs> well, since you're not gonna watch the fights, you might as well watch that. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well it's Bellator, yeah. You know, it was choice between watching Bellator, watching eat popcorn, be the popcorn. Uh, so we're gonna have that one decoded, and we're gonna put up the uh, the wording to whatever that was later on today. Uh, McCorkle, <laughs> uh, I think Whitaker makes it look easy, man. I think Whitaker's the best 185 pound fighter in the world, uh, despite what happened against Stylebender. And uh, I'm like Don; I really like Whitaker, man. Like uh, I would actually play pickleball with him 
if I got the opportunity. But uh, the last person <laughs> I played, last person I played pickleball with was Lance Armstrong, and I won because I said left. But I don't know. Because he didn't have anyway. Because he has one ball. Is that why? All right, that's where the joke was. All right, never mind. <laughs> very good. Very good. Got on that one bad. It's a little deep. Uh, <laughs> I like Whitaker too, man. I, I like to I, again that that Edisonia fight was the one I wanted to work his way back to that fight. I, I like him a lot, and I expect him to win this one. I, I'm a big fan of Whitaker. I got Kelvin. Kelvin hits harder than anybody. Uh, yeah, you love. You're in love with Kelvin. I'm in love you, with him you just. Yes. You really are. You're always. And I feel like because you made so many fat jokes and he's still friendly to you, you feel like you owe him <laughs> that you have to pick him every fucking fight and now. He comes to my shows and I've been to his house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he, and he is a great guy. He is super nice. But and, and he is. He's been a lot better now that he moved up a weight class, so he doesn't have to starve himself. But I, I just think Whitaker is just a much better fighter. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not about who's a better fighter. So who's a better fighter that day? Okay. I wish Gaslam would be at 170, man. He's just not big enough at 185, man. But he's a hell of a fighter. He's a really good But he good can't fighter. make weight over and over again at 170. He has to fight Dude, at 185. Crazy. I know. He's like five foot two also. Uh, Drakkar Close versus Jeremy Stevens. That fight's going to be fireworks. Both those guys. Yes. Angry. Uh, Drakkar Close is, is, is awesome. He's a fucking natural talent. He lost, I know he lost to Benil Darius, but that, he had a Benil hurt. That was a very close fight. Jeremy Stevens is never in a boring fight, whether it's with the cops, yeah. uh, whether it's – he's just never in a boring fight. There's, it's nothing – that guy is just nonstop action. Now, if he loses this fight, it may be time uh, to think of PFL or, or Bellator or, or Bare Knuckle or something. It just – you know, this seems like it's a crossroads fight, but – Absolutely. This is a fight that Jeremy can win too. So uh, Andre Arlovsky is fighting this week against Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman's a heavyweight that got kicked out, got cut for the UFC, came back, won a bare knuckle fight, won two fights in a row. He's fighting Arlovsky's taking it in short notice. Looked terrible his last fight, Andre Arlovsky. He got rear naked choked, but uh, I don't know. Uh, this one, Don, who do you, who do you like, Arlovsky or, or Chase Sherman? Jeez, uh, I don't know who Sherman is. And – I don't think our losses won a fight in like five years, has he? <laughs> he, he has won a five, brother. Uh, also, Tracy. But he's definitely on. He's definitely on the backside of his career. That's yeah. for sure. You want another bottle? Another bottle? Yeah. All right, guys, keep talking. Yeah. I actually, man, I know Chase Sherman kicks like a mule, man. That dude is. Uh, he's got some good hands. He's tough, and man, his leg kicks are brutal. So. I'd say Sherman all day long over Arlovsky, who Andre Arlovsky actually. Of course, he freezes right in the middle. <laughs> I listen. I with him though. I go with Chase Sherman because Chase Sherman is the guy is, is a younger fighter that seems to be. I mean, Orlovsky's just old. I mean, the guy's fucking old, and uh, so to me, it's Chase Sherman. Yeah, but lately these old guys are like out. Savoring the young guys, they're just out vetting them a lot of times. Like they're, they're figuring out, like, they're either gassing them out or setting up traps. Our lab, she's kind of good like that. Also, the hottest girl in MMA, by the way, I've seen them all up close, or a lot of them. Uh, I don't know, Paige Van Zandt's beautiful too, but uh, Tracy Cortez is a smoke show and a half. Um, so she's fight. I'm telling you, you want to see a hot girl that doesn't flaunt it. I mean, a little bit, but geez, uh, she's fighting Justine Kish, uh, also a, a tough boxer. Hey, come on, drink, drink the milk. So, um, that's gonna be good. And Jessica Penny, who was banned for like three fucking years for steroids, I don't even understand how that happened. Uh, I don't know, she's fighting a girl named Loopy, Mexican girl, uh, who's undefeated. They're giving her a tough one. Uh, but, yes. And then there's a guy named Alexander Romanov, who's got amazing subs. He won his last fight by forearm choke. He's an amazing wrestler. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That, like, huge guy from Romania who's a wrestler who, like, just – he's fighting a guy named El Guapo Juan Espino, who hasn't lost since 2011, which is a fight where he got knocked out in nine seconds. But he hasn't fought – he lost in ten years. Two heavyweights. This is going to be a good fight. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, yeah. And then also this Saturday night, Ben Askren is taking on Jake Paul in a, Finally. a boxing match. Uh, I talked to guys who train with Askren. They say that he's looking really good and he's going to make this a fucking 
like an ugly fight, an ugly, like clinching, just a fucking, just a fight. He wants to make. Well, first of all, there's no way it's going to be anything but an ugly fight because <laughs> you have basically two two amateurs fighting. You know, so uh, it's not going to be a glorious battle of two supreme pugilists. Um. I want Askren to win so much, but okay, let's let's break it down. He's about like 10, 15 pounds lighter, maybe 20 pounds lighter. He's coming off two hip surgeries. He's not a very good boxer. Uh, and and he's a champion. Yeah, he was an Olympian wrestler, two-time national okay, champion. He was a belt. But there's no wrestling. He can't use it. And he was a one championship uh, champion, a one one FC champion versus a guy who was a Good high school wrestler, but has been boxing for three years straight. Like, boxing with, like, really good boxers. Um, and he's a good athlete. And he's 23 versus 36. I think Ashman's going to take it. I think, I, I, even though he doesn't have much power, and I don't know how, I think he wins. Uh, Don, who wins this fight? Yeah, I go with Ben Ashman, too. You know, um, that's definitely going to win. He'll win because... This is the first time I've chosen him in a long time, and um, so he's going to win. <laughs> Greg? No, there you I go. Haven't lost, I haven't lost any money on him. Let's do it that way. So. Greg? Who's yeah. fight? Greg Wilson? I, I hate to say it, Jake Paul. Well, I'll say this. At least he's finally fighting someone who's also a fighter. So yeah. that's good. Although his selection was very savvy, choosing a guy who is a fighter but terrible at boxing. So, But I will say this. He's never fought anybody with the chin that, uh, that you know, like Askren. And I don't know that he can test it the way real fighters have tested it before. I think Askren's got a, a chance. But honestly, I think Jake Paul is going to surprise everybody. Well, he's a 3 one favorite. So we'll, we'll be I would rather I would rather see Askren win. Uh, McCorkle? Askren's going to win and make it look easy, man. He's going to wear him down. A lot of people forget Askren's been sparring for 12 years, you know, or whatever he's been doing. His boxing may stink, but his wrestling's a little odd too, you know? So, uh, but he'll, uh, yeah, he's going to he's gonna do it and make it look easy, man. Like he's uh, going to wear him down. I think finish him inside of six. That's what I think. A lot of it, I think, also is the ref going to allow him to clinch. If the ref right. allows him to hold and clinch, Askren's huge fever there. But if he doesn't, if he got to keep distance, uh you know. Well, considering the fact that it's basically an unregulated fight, uh, I have a feeling the ref is going to be pretty hands-off. So, All right. Also, Jake Paul – no, also, Lamar Odom is taking on Aaron Carter. Uh, Aaron Carter – not this week, but they're fighting in June. Aaron Carter has gone through four trainers already. Uh, I don't know what's going is on. Is this real? Like, you're being for real? No, this is real. In celebrity boxing, Lamar uh -huh. Odom is <laughs> – <laughs> fighting so dumb so dumb I, I don't know how they're the same way is Lamar Odom like six foot seven or something yeah uh, something like that yeah um who is I thought Aaron Carter had AIDS does he not have AIDS he does not is have AIDS <laughs> no but he did survive an overdose at a, uh, AIDS. a brothel <laughs> so no, that was Lamar Odom not Aaron Carter Aaron Carter is the one the Backstreet Boys little brother Nick Carter but isn't Lamar Odom fighting yeah, Lamar Odom is the one with the brothel. Yeah, but who do you That's who I'm talking yeah, no, about. No, but he said Aaron Carter has AIDS. Oh, I don't. I didn't. I didn't know who he was talking about. I thought he said Lamar Odom. Nobody has AIDS in this fucking fight. Okay. Um, <laughs> they both will soon. They keep going uh, to brothels and passing out. But um, is Aaron Carter the? Is he the Backstreet Boy or the younger brother of the Backstreet? The younger brother. He has a face. So he is the one with AIDS. Yeah, that's. Oh, no, he's, he's, he's got the face tattoos, and he's like, he he kind of went off the deep end a little bit. Um, Don, who do we like in this fight? Aaron Carter or Lamar Odom? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, can I just can I take a bye on this one? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. What's the point? Not, Why are we not so Greg, Greg, who do you think wins, Greg? Uh, nobody. Nobody wins. <laughs> not the people that watch it, not the people talking about it, and not the two idiots in it. Nobody wins. All I'll right. tell you who loses. I'll tell you who loses the sport of boxing, the great sport <laughs> of boxing. That's who loses. All right. So also, uh, for, uh, what's his name? Um, 
a couple things. So Dominic Cruz wants to fight Sean O'Malley or uh, and vice versa. That's a great fight. Henry Cejudo is calling out Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. Um, mm. he, he wants to box Mayweather. I, I don't think Floyd's going to do it. Uh, I don't think it'll be kind of close. I think Floyd's going to beat him. If the, I, I love Henry. I think going to fight Henry all day. But in a boxing match, I don't see it doing very I – don't, I don't know. You know. <laughs> I love how everybody wants to box Floyd Mayweather. It's like I want to go in business with Bill Gates and then split the company the next day. Like, uh, listen, we're going <laughs> yeah. business 50-50. Now let's split the company, our net worth. Like, of course he wants to box Floyd Mayweather. Everybody wants to have payday. Like, well, and not yeah. only that, but, I mean, it's sponsored by Gap Kids. Right. <laughs> and then today, Tyson Fury uh, said he wants to box Ngannou, uh, and then vice versa. I think Ngannou gets killed by Tyson Fury in, in boxing. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna. It's gonna be. It's another yeah, it's another. All right. And, uh, Silva. Wait, you think Ngannou gets slaughtered by Tyson Fury, Don? Yeah. 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 He does in boxing. In boxing, right. Yeah, sure. I got um, it. Okay. Uh, Silva has signed up for bare-knuckle boxing. Supposed to fight this year. Uh, Vanderlei, are we excited about this? Don. Don? Yeah. <laughs> are we excited about watching yeah. Vanderlei Silva and bare-knuckle boxing? Yeah, I didn't know that was a question. So you're making a statement, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I said, are you ex are you excited about this? Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be great. I can't, you know, I always like to watch uh, you know, watch him fight. You know, Phil uh, a stud. He's he's fun to watch. He just got learned to uh, fight opposite of what he's doing. He's a, he's a uh, try and keep his chin down and the hands up rather than uh, how he's been doing it. He's been doing the hands down, chin up routine and it hasn't been successful for him. I agree. And then Anderson Silva is boxing Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Um, and what, then for freedom? <laughs> 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 what is going on? What is happening out there? God damn it. People are just making shit up. You know what? Fuck this. I am, no, I am challenging Terrell Owens to a horseback riding match. Okay, we're going to race, well, horse race. Me and him, bareback, me versus Terrell Owens. And, and supposedly, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. is going to fight Macho Camacho Jr. But uh, how old is Chavez Sr.? He's got to be... He's got to be like 90 years old. He's going to be like 60, 70 years old. This is craziness. <laughs> oh, my they're God. They're just waiting for someone. To, this is all going to be funny games until someone dies. That's like that's what they're waiting for. Like, And it might be of old age on the way to the ring. It may not even be in the ring. <laughs> Some of these matches going up. Well, here's, here's the thing. You know, this is pretty much proof that um, the UFC needs to start paying their, their fighters. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the bottom line. They're, they're, they're not making, they're not paying anybody to fight. And so now everybody's got to, got to, they got a fucking nighttime job, you know. Jeez. Yeah. You're next, they'll, they'll be bagging groceries down the bashes or something, you know. I want to see Michael Spinks versus, <laughs> versus Cutie Pie in Ping Pong. Okay? Who's Cutie Pie? He's one of those YouTubers that fucking has some Wait, ping pong. Isn't that like pickleball? Like a variation of pickleball? I heard. It's like a variation of pickleball. <laughs> right, so, so, yeah. so Rose only, they, only this is the variation they play in the Olympics. So, right. So, okay. so, so Rose Nama Yunus got into it a little bit because she's fighting Welly Zhang. And she said it, you know, she doesn't not like Welly Zhang, but it is like what she stands for versus what Welly stands for, you know, the U.S. versus China. So she says she said I, she'd rather be dead than red. So rather than you know be dead than a communist. Uh, oh, sure. I'll, so well, I, that was a Native American jab. What? During the Cold War. Yeah, exactly. That was an old statement from the from the seventies and eighties. Better red, better dead than red. Yeah. So people. Yeah, I think that was also a statement in the seventeen seventies, but maybe not. <laughs> Colonial America. Oh, okay. people, people who don't like Kool-Aid. But anyway, so, so yeah, so it's one of those things now 
she got herself in hot water for this. I, I don't know. I, I don't think we have to like. Why? Why would you get in hurt? Why? Who, whose fucking feelings are hurt now? The Chinese because they own the UFC? Fuck them. <laughs> yes, that's right. Listen, and again, exactly. I mean, that's a classic, you know, saying against Russia, you know, they're the red, better dead. I mean, what she, she's ginning up the fight. She's not got everyone, oh, you can't say that. We're going to have a fight, goddammit. We're not going to fucking... We're not trying to make an alliance here. I mean, I'm trying to piss you off. This is so dumb. Well, I guess they're really, right. they're going to remake Rocky Four with Rose as Rocky, and and Welly Zhang <laughs> as as Drago. Uh, but yeah, and so Pat Barry is the needlessly bitchy husband that tries to keep her from fighting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what's the fucking what's the big deal? She said red and de- I mean, what? It, there's not even a slur in there. Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> Oh well. All right. Well, listen. That's our podcast today, Greg. <laughs> Greg, what? Do that's you how have? we're leaving it. We're leaving it at that. Okay. We're leaving it there, Greg. What do you have coming up? I don't even know. Check the web. Check the IG. Follow me, Greg <laughs> Wilson. Then it's all on there. Don, what about you? Uh, I'll be uh, closing for Greg Wilson. Um, I'll be driving his <laughs> car, carrying his luggage, and what? Uh, <laughs> Boot off the stage, you know, at the strip club. Um, I'll, I'll pick up the dollars and then help him out the car. Oh, but by the way, did, uh, you, did you hear about Usher got in trouble at the strip club? Because he was no. Usher, the singer. He was throwing out Usher bucks. So I guess he has his own. He has his own dollar bills with him on them, and he was giving them to the strippers. Sense. So the strippers thought they were getting all this money, but then they got home and realized there was pictures of Usher on the dollars. Oh, oh my and god! All, all they can buy with the dollars is sex with Usher. Like all they can buy. Totally, exactly. So he buys uh, for a back rub from Usher. I saw he, Usher he in Italy one first. time, and oh, go ahead, go ahead, Don. A woman who a woman who makes you think she's gonna go home with you and give you anything for a dollar bill is upset because she got cheated. <laughs> she, got, she got Usher bucks. Well, I guess you can't pay your rent in Usher bucks. I mean, so he said he was just doing it for a promotion. He says he just he gave real money, but he gave extra money. But I don't know. It sounds kind of like, dude, why? I, I don't know. Are any of us allowed to go in there with fucking Monopoly money and just be like, <laughs> making it rain, bitches? I'm putting you on Park Avenue, bitch. Like you can't. <laughs> I That's ran into so Usher at uh, Mandalay Bay, and I asked him where I should sit, and he had no idea what it meant. And I was like, you don't know where I should sit in here, you know, because he's an usher. Um, so I asked oh. him where I should sit, and he didn't know. And then he was like, dude, get out of here. And I said, make me, make me. And he didn't get it either. But I got to be honest with you, none of us, exactly. <laughs> we nobody didn't get it that. either. Somebody you know why? Because job. nobody's needed an usher since, like, in <laughs> 1948. I did that night. All you right. know what? I'm going to start saying I'd rather be dead than Greg now after that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that another t-shirt. We've got two t-shirts. Life's tough. It's tougher when you're stupid. And I'd rather be red than Greg. Yeah, no, go. dead than Greg, not red. I, I don't want to be red. Oh, I'd rather be dead than Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so two listen, t-shirts. I'm going to be in Florida next week at the Boca Black Box Theater. Uh, as well as another place. Uh, it's all on adamhunter.com or a website. Yeah. Guys, thank you guys so much. You're the best. Thank you, Don, wherever you hey, went. Man. Take care, guys. <laughs>